Welcome back to Soul Back. This is the R&B Podcast. Kyle here with Tom and Ed. And guys, we are on episode 50. Man, it is a monumentous occasion. 50 episodes in. I haven't killed either one of you. I've stayed out of jail. This is a big, big day. Ed, you almost killed me a few times. Well, you test my <laughs> blood pressure every week, player. So the feeling's mutual. <laughs> Well, guys, it's crazy. It's been 50 episodes of Soulback, but we've actually done a lot more on our uh, previously titled, you know, I got so-and-so in stereo podcast. But, and it, and it just hit me because Good Kisser by Usher celebrated its five-year anniversary, and I remember us doing that podcast even way back then, so we've been on this for a minute. It's crazy. A lot of times, I know we have some new listeners who may have just kind of picked up with us in the past couple months but yeah your boys have been out here grinding for years now so it's cool that we're celebrating 50 years of soul back or 50 years 50 episodes of soul (laughs) but it feels like 50 years dealing with you two so we've got plenty of experience under our belt and thankfully we made some really good connections and today we're gonna have a few friends stop by ed man you are an old man i wouldn't put 50 years past you well (laughs) I age every day dealing with you two. <laughs> but no, Ed made a great point. We actually do have some friends stopping by. So because this is the 50th episode and we have some friends joining us, I thought maybe we can steer away from the usual, the regular routine that we do. And let's just focus on the guests entirely. We're going to have almost an hour with the guests to go through their extensive history because they do have a lot to share with us. Guys, welcome back to Soul Back. Like I said, every week we try to bring in a special guest, someone who has brought Soul Back. And Ed, I want you to introduce these guys right here because to me and Tom, this is family. But Ed, who is who is this? Who are the special guests this week? Oh man, I get to do the introduction on us. I'm I'm honored. <laughs> so today we're joined by, as most of our listeners know a group I've been standing for for the past 20 years, um, <laughs> two members of one of the most underrated yet influential R&B trios in the game, and they have gone on to join forces with another powerful R&B, well, I guess, quartet at this point. Um, I'm with my boys today, Digital Black, my man Smokey Diggler from Player. What's up, y'all? What's up, fellas? Man, I can't call it. What's up, guys? Appreciate y'all having us, brother. Hey, sure. Smoke, let's get started, just so we can get this cleared out of the way, because I don't think we've ever talked about it, but on your Instagram page... Hold on, maybe hold not on, Kyle. Hold on, Kyle, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we start things, man, we can we just please give a shout to Static Major real quick, please? Rest in peace, Static Major, and we love that guy. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate Absolutely. Static Major. Absolutely. Absolutely. But back to Smoke's Instagram. You haven't done one in a while, but Tom and I and Ed always talked about it. We thought it was the funniest thing ever. Hashtag Batboy-ish, where you would (laughs) know lime-flavored Oreos, cupcake-flavored stickers. (laughs) I just have one question about that, Smoke. Did you ever try any of those things? Absolutely. And anything (laughs) I don't like. (laughs) Can we curse on here? Yes, you can. Cool. Anything I don't like, I give that shit to the kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're, 
That's they, messed they, up, they'll, man. Uh, yeah, they'll eat it, but shit, they like it. As long as it's got sugar in it, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. But, yeah, I started trying to get on a little uh, health tip after a while, so I kind of cut down posting it, and then it turned into, you know, cut down posting it so I don't look like the fat boy that I'm posting. <laughs> but oh, I still man. do. If I see new or limited edition in the grocery store, I got to get it to see what's up. <laughs> Listen, guys, man, we are so excited for both of you, man. You linked up with Drew Hill. First of all, we were so shocked to even see that. And then, man, you guys are going all over the world, touring with the group, recording an album with the group. Man, you're part of Drew Hill now. Man, talk about that whole situation. Yo, this is this is black. Um, fellas, it's definitely been a um, a blessing, man, just to be able to um, get 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 paid. Um, and your job is to go, you know, what I'm saying, do something that you love to do. Not only that you love to do, something that you was born to do. Um, it really don't get no better than that. You know, what I'm saying, other than seeing my kids accomplish their goals. I think mm-hmm. I mean I pretty I think Smoke would concur. This is it's definitely been a a crazy a crazy change, but definitely a blessed change. Yeah, I mean this is Smoke. Just knowing these guys, you know, what I'm saying for you know over 20 years and kind of bringing um, you know our talent, skills, gifts, and abilities together, you know, is really epic you know it's, i mean just sitting and thinking about it I, I don't know and i challenge anyone to do the research i don't know of anyone um, that has ever done this or that could ever you know say hey we now have the opportunity of uh, the blessing to be able to sing from two different catalogs you know i mean it's, right. it's that major it's guinness book world records type shit <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it's, um, this is Black again. Cisco and Noak, man, the fellas has just been Kev. I mean, the whole, the whole, the whole um, Drew Hill family. Um, we was already a part of that twenty years ago. We went on our our first tour with them, and um, from that tour, we built the bond, man. You know, um, when you're on the road a lot of times, and um, it's just you and another group, or you and another artist. A lot of times, it's y'all against the world, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So. At time, um, we was able to build a real, real brotherhood, man. You know, just kicking it from show to show, from city to city. So, I mean, yeah, two upstanding dudes, man. Two, two super talented dudes, uh, Cisco and Nokia, man. It's, I mean, that's 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 crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Like, tell them, tell them about the, uh, tell them about the speakers. The speakers. Yeah, when we gonna do it? <laughs> um, okay, check this out. A lot of times, and, and, and this is some behind the scenes type stuff. Um, the, the, the closer act doesn't allow the the opening act to use all the speakers. Sounds no. right. So when the closing act comes on, the sounds always the show always sounds bigger a lot of times because not using all the opening act is not using all the speakers. I've seen it done years and years, time and time, but um, Drew Hill was totally against that, man. They opened When they opened their arms, they opened their arms to us, man. So just off of that alone, it was a, a mutual respect that these ain't just, you know what I'm saying, like the love they showed wasn't, wasn't fake, you know what I'm saying, in order for 
they were so, let me say it like this. They was content in themselves. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people are insecure. When you're insecure, you, you do insecure type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They wasn't insecure about us being um, on the, you know what I'm saying, on the same level sound-wise, or on the same level stage-wise, stage man. It's just always been a brotherhood, man. So um, that's probably why it fits so well and why it's, it's, it's fitted so well because we was already, we got over 20 years, like Smoke said, of, of friendship and, and, and love and admiration for each other. You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. For sure. Yeah. Ed, I got to throw it to you because when I first heard about Smoking Black joining Drew Hill, it was obviously epic to me. But when I look at the profile at first, it was like Smoke of Drew Hill, Black of Drew Hill. And I'm like, wait a minute, they're part of Playa. So, uh, Ed, when you first heard about the news, what was your immediate reaction? And to you, how does how does Black and Smoke make sense to, to Drew Hill? Well, see, I you got to look at kind of my fandom. And I know no one listening to this will be surprised. But when I heard my two boys joining, well, my two other boys, it reminded me of 1997 when Levert, Sweat, and Gill got together and became mm-hmm. LSG. You got these established voices and artists coming together for the greater good. And we saw how great that project was when those three artists came together. At the time, people were like, what, what, why are these coming together? How is it going to work? But they met seamlessly. And when you look at the catalogs between both Player and Drew Hill, it seems different, but there's a lot of similarities there. So I felt like I was hyped from jump because I knew that these four brothers would come together and mesh very well. And I'm sure you two can probably speak to attest to that. How was the chemistry when you all decided to get together and start performing? Did it take a long time for you to get in the groove? No, well, um, this is Smoke. Go ahead, smoke. Uh, my, my fault. Go ahead, go ahead Smoke. Um, now, we, we, when we first got together and sang, it was like literally like a decision to give it a shot, like on the way to the venue. Hmm. And when we got out on stage with them, it just worked. And I think that, you know, for a short period of time, we looked at it like, wow, that worked. But then after after we got to thinking about it, it's like, well, absolutely, of course it would have worked. And right. that's the easy part because we're all talented and doing something that we love to do and we've been doing for over two decades. Of course, we, we would know in that, on that aspect how to make it work. But then last minute we decided, let's go into the studio see if that worked. Mm. And we went to the studio and recorded some shit, and it was just like, Damn, it's my, it's lit right there. This is what we need to do. <laughs> and from just, that point just, on, it did not stop. Yo, it's just black, man. I think of it too. Like, um, it comes from what um, we our, our sounds are different, but the, the 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 our influences are the same. You know what I'm saying? Us being a part of the basement. Um, shout out to uh, Jodeci, Devontae Swing, KC. You know what I'm saying? Genuine. Uh, Dalvin, JoJo, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Missy, Timberland, Magoo, us being a part of that 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 Tweet. sound. Tweet, um, Sugar, Rolita, and, uh, and Susan. Um, it just it just made sense. Like even though our sounds are different, our influence was the same. Um, um, if you listen to 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 Drew Hill early on, uh, Cisco was definitely compared to KC. 
and we grew up um we grew up listening to KC and had the opportunity to also work with them for years, you know what I'm saying? And I mean I smoke said professionally we all can sing, so that was the easy part. It was really just um once you heard it you heard it at the you heard it on stage and he was like, Uh oh, aha right? And then we went to the studio that kind of confirmed what we already knew. And then just from that point on, man, it's just been us gelling. Um, if you know Drew Hill, the fans is listening, they always have a high-octane show, um, dancing, singing, you know what I'm saying, um, at the same time, you know what I'm saying, no lip sync. Um, so it just was a, uh, it's just been a maturation of, man, of, of, of super dope individuals. Nobody, nobody has an ego, and everybody's working for the greater good. You know what I'm saying? And that's, the, you know, to elevate Drew Hill to even higher and to bring real R&B music back. Man, we've seen you guys on Instagram. You know, we've seen the videos of you guys in the studio with Troy Taylor. You know, recording some of that new music for this album. We're we're so excited to hear this music. What can you tell us about this new album? This is black. This is black again, man. I'm gonna be honest. And I'm gonna try to be as unbiased as I can, <clears throat> um, but it's a super dope album, man. I mean, some of the songs, you know, what I'm saying, working with Troy Taylor, who's a legend, already um, sets the bar pretty high. You know, what I'm saying so, but um, it's it's a it's a collaboration of just beautiful harmonies and beautiful written songs. You know, what I'm saying, dope written songs. I mean. If you love R&B, you're going to love this album. You're going to super wow. love this album. Wow. That's dope. Now, guys, i got to ask you individually. Um, obviously, it's been quite some time since we've heard music from Playa, and as you guys all know, I've been waiting for new music from you guys for a while. Uh, but the opportunity to go back on the road, to go back in the studio and release something, was that... Was that even realistic for you guys before you guys, you know, eventually joined Drew Hill? Was there a point where you guys had just said, you know what, uh, we're done with the music, we're just going to live our life? Or was it always in the back of your mind that one day you guys would go back on the road and do this all over again? Um, this is Smoke. We definitely um, had um, plans and aspirations to do player, to do a player project. Uh, we had been actually around that time last year recently, like speaking of releasing um, a single um, and just kind of starting there. Um, But as far as us being totally done with music, whether we went the player route or the solo route or even the behind the scenes production and writing route, no, that, that was never on my mind. And I know I can speak for black. That was never on his mind, but, um, but it just made, so much sense to not only to do um, and to become a part of the Drew Hill movement, but it also was um, an exciting thing too. You know, it was like our homeboys want to come together and do some shit. Mm-hmm. It, absolutely. I mean, you know what? I mean, hey, the, you know, the only thing that I wanted to make sure. Um, 
and I, and I'll speak on a not only a personal tip but kind of a business tip. The only thing that I was concerned about at the time was just making sure that the player legacy did not get tainted. Mm-hmm. And and that was something that the whole Drew Hill family was definitely not all about tainting that. That's why whenever we go out on stage, we definitely give you a piece of player as well because player's not just Drew Hill. Drew Hill is player as well at this point. Well right. said, Smoke. I'll give Smoke a hand. Well said. <laughs> yes, well said. For sure. Thank you. <laughs> Ed, I'm going to talk you, it over is... to you. Oh, go ahead, Black. i tell you, this is Black, man. Um, as Smoke said, I mean, when you're born to do something, you continue to do it, whether, you, you know, if, if if you look at, like, if we use sports, for example, when um, a lot of the guys um, – retire from whatever sport, they end up going to either coaching or in the front office type situation. So at some point, we was always going to be doing something musically. Um, I I really, really, really believe that um, music is my life. You know what I'm saying? I can always do something besides music, but music is what um, I believe. Um, And if you ask Cisco, he he would say the same thing. You ask Nokia, he would say the same thing. I know Smoke will concur. Music is so much me and them that it. I don't know if you ever, I don't know if you ever, you know what I'm saying, if you love it, if you're in love with music, I don't know if you ever put it down to where it's not, you know what I'm saying, you're going to always be a part of it some type of way. Sure. Now, Ed, let's talk about this playa legacy that Smoke mentioned Ed, you loved Cheers to You album. You were actually living in Louisville at one point. Um, just talk mm-hmm. to me about that playa legacy, that sound that everyone still craves today from your perspective. I mean, you can, that sound, I feel like, and a lot of that, you know, we tip our hat, of course, to um, our boy Static, but that sound yeah. has really pre- permeated R&B at this point. I mean, we got Drake now sampling records that Player did 10, 15 mm-hmm. years ago, and the sound that was cultivated late 90s, early 2000s, that dark sound that y'all call it a vibe now. Back then, we would just call it hot. But that <laughs> sound that was part of them really helped set the tone for R&B today. And you're right. Like, I was I was in Louisville 2001 to 2009, around the time when Never Too Late had kind of popped off real quick. And the love there is still real, and I think that this combination of Player and Drew Hill, I know a lot of fans get kind of weird when the Drew Hill that they knew has kind of taken a different form, and people get weird because they get used to what they're comfortable with and what they grew up with. But I think, to me, this is an opportunity to push both sounds forward because this is a chance to put both legacies at a higher plane at a different taste, and gives it a, t- a chance to be showcased in different lights. So to my boys, I want to know what they think of kind of this union and how it serves to I – mean, we heard a little bit about how you were very adamant that player's legacy doesn't get lost in Drew Hill's legacy. And as a player fan, I'm very, very appreciative of that. But how do you think that this new album pushes not only player's legacy ahead, but Drew's legacy ahead as well? Um, this is Smoke. I, I would say that one of the key factors 
Um, and it all stems from our bond. It all stems from uh, there not being any, any egos, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, when you hear the new Drew Hill music that is that is coming, you're going to hear a lot of all four of us. There's not just Cisco. It's not just Nokia. It's not just Black. It's not just Smoke. You're going to hear all of us. So it's not like, you know, if some, some people may have thought that, okay, we joined Drew Hill and we would just be in the back. No. We're, it's like all four of us are in the front. So that that's one of the things that I think um, is very positive to making sure that Drew Hill as well as Player together, unified, shines, shines through with, with, uh, with our music. This is, this is black. I, from a, from a production and a, and a writer standpoint, I'm so, I'm so blessed. I'm so, you know what I'm saying? To be able to write for two of my favorite singers in the game. Um, and my perception of, of my, it's an opportunity for me to, you know what I'm saying, write or have, have written something that I really, really, you know what I'm saying, I want to put my the guys I love in the best position I can put them in. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of playing yeah. on some stuff, point guard. So I know where, I know in my head where Smokes likes to get his shots from. I know where Cisco likes to get his shots from. So it's just been a, it's been it's been so fun, man, going in and watching um Cisco create, Smoke create, Nokio create, you know what I'm saying? It's just been a it's been an honor to just be to be, you know, in the room at this point in my career, being able to still write for I don't care what nobody say, two of the most distinctive voices in the game. When you well, why not Smoke, three? Why not me? I ain't one of your favorite singers. Ooh. I'm not Look, one of your favorite singers, nigga. I said Snow. <laughs> you said two. I thought you were talking about you and Cisco. My fault. No, I, I'm, I'm not one of my favorite. I'm, I mean, I, listen, watch this. I'm so, fellas, I'm so humble and I'm so, I'm so not, like, I love to hear myself sing, but I love to hear y'all sing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not my favorite singer. Y'all two, two of y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, I um, I don't get it twisted. I can sing, S A N G, but I like hearing <laughs> them sing. You know what I'm saying? There it is. Sure. And just for the record, again, Smokey is one of my favorite singers, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so just smoke. Yeah, clear that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's, it's definitely, man. Uh, the album is, I, I'm going to keep saying it, is stupid. And I want to say to the, if it's, you know, some of the Drew Hill fans is listening, um, we got in the group and we didn't get in the group to bring it down. You know what I'm saying? We got in the group to to definitely to definitely um, meet what Drew Hill has always been. You know what I'm saying? So um, for those who are still wondering if, you know, um, what it's going to be like, what it's going to sound like, it's still going to be Drew. It's just Drew reloaded or it's just, um, it's, 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 we got in the group to make sure Drew's legacy was straight, Player's legacy was straight, and R&B was straight. R&B ain't straight right now. 
and uh, <laughs> collectively, we wanted to do something about it. Bottom line. Right. All right. That's what's up. <laughs> For sure. Now, Tom, you've seen it all over social media about, you know, this new change in Drew Hill, the new lineup. And Black and Smoke, I'll tell you guys, R&B fans, we're like dinosaurs. We don't like change. We hate change. So when we see new lineups come in, new members come and go, it's it's tough. But Tom, from your perspective, it seems like the Drew Hill fans have embraced Black and Smoke. Yeah, from what I've seen, it's been interesting. We just reposted a, a post that Cisco made about the new lineup of Drew Hill, you know, naming all the current members. And, man, people at first, you know, they're shocked a little bit. They're like, wow, you know, this is a drastic change. But then people realize, wow, you brought two real singers into the group. We brought some legit artists. It's not like it was like we just picked whoever. We brought established artists who the group ever had a relationship with. So people are excited, guys. I mean, what have, what's the reaction you guys have seen from fans about the change? This is Can what, I jump in? Uh, uh, go ahead. Yep. This is, this is Kevin Peck, longtime manager from the very beginning. I know I'm not supposed to be on the interview, but sitting up here doing this epic change of the second coming, which the name of the album is, it's hard not to jump in because I've seen Black and Smoke from the very beginning when they went on a promo tour with us and rehearsed for a month in Atlanta with our band before we went on tour to, to this day and time now. And preserving a legacy like Drew Hill is not easy in the, the climate that most people do. Like, everybody else, most most lead singers would have left the group by now mm. and just said, you know what, I'm not going to be dealing with all of the change. But the brand Drew Hill is music, it's R&B music, and it means so much more than an individual that it has to carry on long after we uh, are here on earth. And so the change, change is the only thing that's constant in life. And if you're not willing to change and grow, you're going to die. And so just because one member, or you've heard season, reason, lifetime, just because one member decides that that's not what they want to do at the time, should the brand that's been created and made so many people happy and made so much beautiful music just be kicked to the curb, or should we push forward until we can't push forward anymore? So we want all all all-stars on the team as well. And so the perfect fit, was the least likely thing that we were thinking about. We were thinking because once Jazz decided to take take a hiatus on working on his health and on himself, and that was a year and a half ago. Drew Hill's not a three-man group. The, the harmony is just too intricate to go that way. But we had to get two other people. And so when Nokia started, invited us to just sing together, couldn't have smoke without black, you know what I'm saying? Couldn't take one without the other. So we just said, the kind of people we are, we said, let's take both and see what we work out. And over that year, it's been some other changes. Uh, Tails decided to do it, go in another direction. And it's kind of settled to where it's supposed to be at this moment. And it's the wow. second coming. we got two from player. Original members, two from Drew Hill, original members, 
and we've adopted the motto, we are Drew Hill. So that's kind of how the future looks. The future looks bright. It's exciting. It's challenging. And people always want you to be who you were yesterday. If you were a drug addict yesterday, not saying that nobody is, we don't want to be that today. <laughs> you be, you can be who you were in third grade, you know what I'm saying? Or when you had on diapers. <laughs> you, can't, yeah. <laughs> you, can't say, you, can't, you can't say the same. And you can't please everybody. But at the bottom line, the music has continued. We're getting more bookings than ever. We work every mm. weekend of the year all over the world. And there's nobody giving their money back at the box office because a certain member who's decided to... Granted, we didn't put anybody out the group, guys. They decided on their own to to do something different. So mm. when you look at it from that perspective, are, are we are we not supposed to keep feeding our family because you decide you don't want to be in the group anymore? That answer is absolutely not. You got love for everybody. Who knows? It might be a reunion with everybody who's ever been in Drew Hill one day. But today... <laughs> 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 as a as a second coming move in 2019, you can expect a powerful group of brothers singing for real and bringing you real energy and real entertainment on the stage. I'm gonna go back on mute. I haven't come. I haven't. I, I don't think I've ever jumped in in the middle of an interview. But I just thought, <laughs> yeah, all up, Kevin. A, you did a damn a, good job, though. <laughs> for, the, for the for the clarity of the future, since I've been with the group since they were fourteen, you know what I'm saying. It, it's a lot that I've seen it all, believe me, and I've seen it all. But we got to keep moving forward because backwards is not an option. So right. continue, guys. Thank you for for allowing me to have my platform, uh, and I'm gonna go back on me. <laughs> no, Kevin, you have, you you don't have to worry, man, because. You don't even know this, but Black and Smoke are a family, man, since uh, probably about 10 years ago now, man. We linked up with them. We've been supporting Static, man. This is our family. So we were so excited to see them link up with Drew Hill and, and so excited to see the big things they're doing, man. This is this is an epic moment for R&B and for Playa and for Drew Hill, man. We're excited. Yeah, this is almost as powerful as, as uh, Tiger winning the Masters again. These guys guys getting a chance to, you know what I mean, because it was cut short for a minute and the season wasn't that time. Now this is the season for them to experience this part of the music business. They experienced one part, but this is a whole different part. And they get to bring their gift to fans around the world, which is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Ed, I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, you know, we talked extensively about Drew, but let's get into play a little bit here. That Cheers mm-hmm. to You album, Ed. Not oh, necessarily the highest selling album of all time, but still a classic album. What do you have I mean, to say about we, that album, Ed? We have talked about that album endlessly on this podcast. I mean, I talked about moving to, um, when I moved to Louisville in 01. And playing track number seven, I-65, and was like, I know what they talking about because I'm going out I-65, I'm going to Oklahoma. So I know <laughs> how much that album means as far as, I mean, we Yo, Ed, 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 real quick, what's, what's when I visited Louisville, 
I took a picture with the I-65 uh, street sign, man. That's how <laughs> epic that, that is to me. <laughs> Go man, ahead, Andrew. I lived on it. I lived on it for a decade. That's what that was home. <laughs> I still go back. I'm going back in a couple months for a wedding. But um, yeah, man, that album meant so much to the Derby City and just R&B in general. I would like to ask my boys though, when we think about the legacy of that album, we love to talk about on the podcast like just our favorite songs, just from a project. So I know it's going to be tough because this is y'all baby. But if you could share your favorite track from it, we'll do the same. No, I can tell you right now, this is Smoke. My favorite track is Together. Oh, mm. yeah. my mm. joint. I'm, this is Black. I'm going to go off the wall. Probably with nobody even think this would be my favorite song, but Top I of the World. Gonna say. Oh. Top of the World, I love, I love that song. That's like, I, 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 I think the reason why I love that song is because we sang so, um, so aggressively. So cool. So soulful. Um, that song was a song that we just backed everything off and went sung in our faults. Something that we we do we do sing in our faults, but you know, background wise and stuff, but Fars leads, we hadn't started to tap into that yet and we all sung in our faults on that one. That was that was dope that was that was that was that was dope to me. That's my that's my favorite player song. You know you know how you um you know how you listen to albums, um, and you may even pop it back in weeks or months or years later and you gradually continue to accrue new um favorites. Uh it was probably a, a couple of months ago I got on um uh, on one of the mobile apps, I don't know if it was Google Play or what it was, and um and went to the album and played it while I was in the gym. And I would I would say that at that point in time my favorite was bugging over you. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's to the point doing. to where I had I had I had to cut that motherfucker off because I was in the gym and who cries in the gym? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't be in the gym crying and shit. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Um, um, I would say this is black. Another one too is I. I'm a. I wouldn't say I'm worried, but I like what I like. Um, I'll be to see you is another one that. Um, mm. Mm. You could, um, and of course, I sixty five. But I sixty five just was. A, we had been away from home for so long, and we was missing home. And smoke had this damn loop, and I was like, "Nah, we gotta do something with that loop." And he got to <laughs> fucking with that loop, and then he got to put some keys <laughs> over top of it. Shit, I was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? That was one of those situations where that song pretty much wrote. Itself, we probably wrote that song in three. You know what I'm saying? Literally wrote it and laid it probably in an hour, which might not sound long to today's because you got Pro Tools and you don't got a. But back when you had reels or whatever, everything was. You know what I'm saying? A much tedious, tedious process. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we, analog. It, yeah, we um <laughs> definitely um I sixty five was that's really if you close your eyes. You got a beautiful glimpse of Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> can I can I share mine real quick, man? Yeah, go ahead. Man, one man, woman. I love that song. You know, Aaliyah mm-hmm. being on the song. But I gotta ask you guys. I have one issue with one line in that song. Oh, a lot boy. of girls I can call, 
but nine times out of ten, I don't call them at all. Is that acceptable? Can you tell a woman that, that you're faithful to, and no. she'll accept that? Nine out of times no, out of ten, what about? This is black. When we, when we, what we meant when we were on that line was really, it wasn't saying that we get numbers and don't call them. It, just, it was basically saying that we wasn't really tripping, you know what I'm saying? Like, gotcha. sometimes you just, you know what I'm saying? We wasn't really tripping. We wasn't out here just hounding, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I just got a number. You know, it was it was on that on that line. It wasn't saying that oh, we just was gotcha. Uh, we had it like that when we, used, we like I nine ten girls and I won't even call them. I wasn't like that. It was more <laughs> of like um, our life our life tended to put us in a position where we didn't have time to do a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it got you. That changes everything for me, man. Thank you for clarifying that. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you know, clear. Ed. Yeah. Which one you got? Oh man, y'all picked out a good ones. Um I mean my real number one is top of the world, but then my number two is bugging over you. You can't really hate on push. Of course the title track is legendary to me. I if I had to pick one, it would have to be top of the world. But bugging over you is a very close number two. Kyle. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I actually uh, got in contact with Magoo a couple of weeks ago. I found Magoo, Magoo. by itself. But those two interludes that he has on there, those are some <laughs> legendary interludes. Guys, talk to me about how those ones were created. Derby City, especially that one was that was epic. That is, ladies and gentlemen, this is Black. But that Derby interlude is all the genius of. Smoke. A lot of times when we was recording, Smoke would kind of, when I say set the tone, he produced over half of the album. So, um, us, you know, I, I, I've had the pleasure of not only singing with this guy, but we lived together for probably the first, I say, five to seven years of our career. Um, so I know him like the back of my hand. He knows me like the back of his hand. You know what I'm saying? So um, a lot of times, you know, Smoke would start the vibe off and we just would finish his his sentence. Or I would start the story off and they would, fit, they would put, you know what I'm saying, finish my sentence. It was, it's, it was, it's that type of second nature. And I'm pretty sure, um, well, I know from working with Cisco and Nokia, watching them work together, it's the same way. When you got some, you know, when you've been working with somebody so long, you kind of know, like I said about the basketball analogy, I know what smoke like his shots at. I'm going to make sure I put the ball right there where he need it. Because <laughs> if I do, it's, it's he going to score. Wow. So it's that, type, it's that type of thing, man. I mean, the interludes, hell, man. That Derby City interludes, damn, they're one of the best songs on the damn album. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What you think, yeah. Smoke? I'd have to agree with you on that. I, that interlude right there gets me all the way together. <laughs> <laughs> to where um, I think it was last year we were kind of, me and Black were kind of trying to put like a different show that we had done together. And um, I just I just thought like I, that was around the same time I was listening to the album and had kind of like started liking Booking Over You as my favorite at that point. 
And, uh, and I, but I came across that Derby City interlude and I'm like, this is what we need to come out on stage on that one. Because mm-hmm. I'm in the box. Wow. <laughs> right. That's dope. Dope. So I got Talk one more song for you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got one more song for you guys. Not on the Playa album, but just one that you guys did together and we'll move on from this Playa discussion. But uh, Raise Your Frown by Nicole Ray. I know you guys all had a part of that. Ed, you love that song, don't you? I love that song, and I know a lot of people get tired of me talking about that Nicole Ray album. Y'all slept on it, and I'm going to keep on talking about it till you play it, because <laughs> that album was incredible. <laughs> and you guys had a big hand in the production of that song, particularly one of my favorites. So talk a little bit about Nicole Ray and how underrated that album is, man. They slept. Mrs. Black, um, Missy uh, came to us was like, I got an artist. I think y'all be a perfect fit working with her. And then we met this, this beautiful little chocolate little young young lady, man, and um, she became like a little sister to us. So, again, when you write and you're creating, you know, <clears throat> you have an opportunity to, to spend time with somebody and really get to know them. The music shit is super easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I I love when I, I always loved when I had I knew the artist I was writing for. You know what I'm saying? I know what type of person they are. I know what kind of heart mm-hmm. they are. You know what I'm saying? It makes my it makes it my job as a producer writer smoke job so much easier. So working with Nicole Ray again, smoke tracks set the tone, man. Smoke tracks set the tone mm. um, of what we in static was right. And that's just being 100% honest. You know, a lot of times, I feel like Smoke don't get a lot of credit that he deserves, you know what I'm saying? I'm um, as a stupid-ass um, producer. And, and uh, a lot of the stuff we worked on, Smoke set the tone. And uh, that's just being 100% honest. You know, again, it might be he know me and Smoke, me and Static so well that he put the ball right where we need it, as I said earlier. But he definitely set the tone to a lot of that player scene. Mm-hmm. Cool. But, but let me ask you this, guys, because, um, you know, I'm a New Yorker, right? And um, I never visited upstate New York. I don't know. You know, we don't know what's out there. I convinced my wife to take a trip through upstate New York. You know, Rochester, New York, the basement, an epic moment oh, right. for R&B music for, for, you know, for so many artists who started there. I don't, is, there a, is there a building we can visit? Like, that, that should be designated historic monument where the basement got started. I'm serious. <laughs> Like, I mean, you know, just take us back to that moment, man. Rochester, I mean, New York. This is black. This is black. Um, I think Dayton Line Studio still up there. I might, it might not be the same name, but yeah, the last time I heard, they um, it's still there, but I think they remodeled it. But okay. I think it's still there. That, though. That but where be, were you guys living be, at, though? Where you guys were two, living at the time? Two Two Eleven Andrew Street. Was it Two Fourteen? Yep. Two Fourteen Andrew Street. Really. I'm going there. Yeah. I'm going. <laughs> I never forget, man. I, shout out to Rochester, man. I got a um, a lot of extended family up there. You know what I'm saying? Um, they made the country boys from Louisville, Kentucky, feel at home, man. And you get through from you know, you get you go from Louisville to New York. It wasn't really a culture shock, but you know what I'm saying. It definitely was a little different, but yeah. people was, yeah. was super, people were super super uh, loving, super. Um, um, hospitable supporters. Hospitable, yeah. yeah. Rochester <laughs> got some good. Rochester got some good people, man. Rochester, New York, got some good, good people, man. 
That's amazing. Yeah. And then lastly, guys, Black, I know you're out here making the donuts. Smoke, you, go, you are as well. <laughs> um, what is it like going back on the road, be doing shows with people like Genuine and Casey, people that you came up with? What is that camaraderie and love like nowadays? Man, this uh, this is smoke. It's it's all love. I mean, it's almost like a family reunion. We were able to to uh, be not not just necessarily on the same stage, but in the same location as a lot of people that we know, or, and or a lot of people that we came up with. Uh, and the love, you know, has been grand. I mean, uh, Cisco has has made comments a number of times about. Damn! All these people keep coming backstage to say hi to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> because, because as soon as we get in town and people know that we're there, you know those that are um, aware that we're a part of Drew Hill, you know they haven't seen us in a long time. You know we haven't seen them, so they come back, you know, and, tr- and you know start the reconnection process with us. And uh, but I mean it's been all love, all acceptance, you know, all admiration. You know, from everybody. You know, genuine love seeing him. We're, we've been on a lot of shows with him. Uh, we love seeing him. He loves seeing us. Uh, KC, yeah, that's, that's Unk right there. So I mean, that's always right. a blessing to see him and and to hear him too, because that Negro sang. He his, he got two A's in his sang. Right. Yes, sang. Nah, it's been a blessing. This is black. It's been a blessing, man. Again. Um, goes back to the simple, simple as saying, being able to um, do what you love to do. But I think it's time around for me, and I don't know Smoke. I would have you have to ask Smoke, and I pre, I know he would say the same thing, but a little bit different. I'm gonna say it like this: I'm smelling the roses this time. Hmm. A lot of times, um, you take for granted um, being able to do this thing, and I hope you know. Um, I think it, you know, you take it for granted. And this time, I just want to make sure I see everything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's what's been a difference for me. Um, not a lot of out, not a lot of partying. You know what I'm saying? Just it being about the music. You know what I'm saying? It being about the brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? Um, we spend a lot of time together when we ain't on stage. Um, <clears throat> so it's, um, I mean, it's, for me, it's been like I said, I'm smelling the roses this time. <laughs> That's amazing, guys. And let me just say, this is Tom here, New York City. Drew Hill, I see, is coming to Sony Hall in July. Kev, if you're still listening, man, let's please make this happen. I would love to say what's up to the guys, you know, just come to that show and, you know, just show love. It's an amazing thing that these guys are going on tour all over the, you know, all over the place. Kev, let's make it happen. Um, before we go, though, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Can we give just one more shout out to Static Major? I mean, we, this site wouldn't probably Man. wouldn't be possible without Static. You know, like nah. he he brought me and Kyle together. So let's give a shout out to Static Major one more time. This is Black Man. I'm gonna say, you know, um, a day thinking about you every day. You know what I'm saying? I can't do nothing musically um, without thinking about you. I smoke. Um, I'm always gonna love you, man. Um, and uh, hopefully, you know we. He's living through us, you know what I'm saying? Anytime you see smoking smoking black, uh, we got static with us. Amazing, man. And uh, smoking black, man, once again, man, we appreciate you. 
We're going to support you, whatever you guys are, are doing, man. Thank we will you. have your back. Make sure y'all, Absolutely. this is Black, make sure y'all be looking out for that new album, Drew Hill, The Second Coming. It's going to be mm. an amazing album. It's going to be a change of R&B. It's a change of R&B. Make sure y'all look out for that. Black, is there is there a date for our first single? Um, we're actually, Coming soon. Yeah, coming, coming. soon. We're honing, <laughs> we're, we're honing down. We're, we're, we're honing... We're honing, we're honing it down to so we kind of know where we want to go. But yeah, it's coming soon. It's coming way sooner than later. Way sooner than later. You hear the second coming. So, all right, guys, that seems to be it for us. I appreciate you guys joining us. Is there anything that you'd like to tell the people before we get out of here? This is Black. I just like to thank everybody for for always um, being. So, so so much love, man, over the years, through the years. Um, all your kind words, all your kind posts um, ha- have never done nothing but uplift, and we appreciate it. I'm humbled um, to still be able to sing for y'all and to y'all and hopefully see y'all at a venue soon. Absolutely. I, I would say the same. I also would like to thank all the haters as well. That keeps me going personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the more you hate, the more I'm I'm ready. To, I'm ready to keep going. <laughs> that pushes me. Uh, but um, yeah, definitely. Thanks for all the support from all the fans, all the listeners, all the consumers. Uh, please connect with each and every one of us, as well as the group as a whole on uh, social media, because yes. uh, we, we're going to have a lot of social media stuff uh, that we're getting ready to integrate online. That's going to be really resourceful for fans. Um, and really rewarding as well. So definitely connect with uh, Drew Hill and each one of us individually on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, you name it. Um, and, um, you know, just, just stay tuned. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Dope. Yes, sir. Smoke, Smoke Black, y'all, is... save me, um, y'all save me some of that Indies chicken next time I get up there. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I have I have a big red and a bag of grippos for you too. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right, smoking black. The next time Oreos comes out with like a Kool Aid flavored uh, cookie, we're, we're oh, oh. coming. <laughs> oh my god! I did see one yesterday. I should have posted it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get back on my fat boy shit just for y'all. Yeah, <laughs> please do. Please do. And there we have it. That was Black and Smoke of Playa, as well as Drew Hill. Family right there, Tom and Ed, family. Ed, Ed, this was one of my favorite uh, Soulback podcasts right here, man. Yeah, man, and we knew it would be because we've got two guests who have been really, for those who don't know, really part of the genesis of You Know I Got Soul. And even when I came on board, someone that the three of us immediately had a connection with, so... These are you're talking to three fans of those two artists and two artists who have become great fans and friends of ours as well. It's just a big family combo, dog, and it was fun. Kyle, can we just shout yep. out Static Major once again? I wouldn't have even known Kyle if it wasn't for Static Major. Yeah, this is this is absolutely true. So shout out to Static and also shout out to Drew Hill's manager Kevin. That was an epic moment. He yeah, randomly butted he in, in there just. To exp- he explained Not the randomly. genesis of Drew Hill, <laughs> and that was crazy. No, that was a, that was a good moment. 
And I think it was yeah, came a busting in the podcast with drop knowledge. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> we've had many members of Drew Hill, former and present, join us on the podcast, and everyone's going to have their own side. Everyone's going to have their own story. But on our podcast, we're not trying to pick sides. We're just trying to share everyone's story. So it was just cool to hear the perspective of the current uh, you know, state of Drew Hill. So shout-outs to Kevin for that. Hopefully we'll get Cisco on a podcast sooner or later, maybe when the album drops. But, guys, it's been 50 episodes I'm proud of what you guys have done, proud of what I have done, and we're going to just keep this thing going. Can I uh, oh. sh- can I share my favorite moment, guys? Yeah. Yeah. It was when we had Jermaine Dupree on the, on the podcast. You remember that, guys? Oh, no question. That was one of our biggest guests ever, and JD proved to be great fun, very insightful, and I think the thing that continues to stick out with me is Despite his celebrity, no, despite all Ed, the credits he's gotten, Ed, he has what? You're, you're way off, Ed. Do you know what? why that was my favorite? Why was it your favorite? Do you remember what he said on that episode? He was like, <clears throat> there was a moment where he was like, who have you guys even had on this podcast? And I'm I'm here doing this because I love R&B. Remember that? No, that's what I was getting at before I was so rudely yes, interrupted. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jeez. Yes. Okay, continue. Well, yes. That's he, even though he's done a whole lot in both R&B, hip-hop, pop, his dedication to R&B is still there. So it was good to have him come on and be like, I'm supporting the genre that helped put me on. But that actually, that moment actually drove me because we hadn't, at that point, had many people on there, like name-wise. Right. So I, you know, I wanted to make a point to have everyone we could get on here. And since then, we've had some big names on here. Well, right, Kyle? some huge names. Broken yeah. some news. Yes. I feel like we break news every single week. We break history on here. Yeah. So Agreed. Uh, Matt, I'll tell you my favorite guests that we've had so far. And Ed, you'll appreciate this one. Mr. Jay Holiday himself. He was oh, oh my! Oh yes, I loved it. Oh yes, that <laughs> one will go down in infamy. Right, man. And who was your um, favorite? Um, man, I've had, I've had on, a bunch. I like. Um, I love. Of course, I love when we had Keith on. I love when we had when player on. Um, not player when Black was on earlier. That was one of my favorites. Probably my two favorites were Tedra Moses, who's just hilarious. And, oh, man. And my man, Peebo Bryson. Shout out to Peebo. Mm. That was me and Kyle. It was hilarious. He was calling Kyle. What did he call you? Daryl or something? He just made up a new <laughs> name for Kyle. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it was hilarious. But shout out to my man. I know as of this recording, he's having some health issues. But truly a legitimate legend in this game. And it was just like sitting back talking to an OG, an R&B OG, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, guys. I think we're out of here, but let's just do a quick soul back track of the day before we get out of here. Um, let's go with a record that Static had taken part of. Uh, we Need a Resolution by Aaliyah. What do you guys remember about that one with the snake in the music video? Oh, man, I was just Ooh. talking about this on the Soul and Stereo Cypher over on Facebook. So there was some controversy recently about um, Taylor Swift's 
quote unquote stealing Beyonce's performance recently, stealing her homecoming performance. I remember when Britney Spears performed at MTV Awards with a snake and people were so pissed because they were like, she stole the, uh, I need a resolution. We need a resolution snake from Aaliyah's video. People were pissed off. If there was Twitter back then, Britney would have got canceled. Man, I just miss Aaliyah, man. You brought that up now, man. She's been gone how long now? Oh, my god! 18 years? Man, going on 20. Ah, Ed, man, you're killing me. We old player. (laughs) Sorry to remind you. (laughs) And that was a great record, too. So rest in peace to Aaliyah and Static for taking part in that one. And, guys, I guess that's it for this week. Kyle, can I real quick? My my other favorite episode, can I shout real quick? Yep. Our boy Travis Cherry, the mm, producer, yep. man. That was, yo, he still DMs us hating on Ed for not choosing Confessions over 8701. <laughs> well, that, I want a redo of that one because I wasn't on that episode, so I want a redo of that. But we, <laughs> we're going to bring him back, man. He's a real He's a real good dude, man. One of the best producers we ever met. Real good dude. Yeah. All right, guys, I guess that's it for this week's episode. Shout-outs to Black and Smoke for joining us on the podcast, and uh, we'll be back next week with some more great R&B. But until then, this is Kyle, Ed, and Tom, and we are out of here.